I'm happy to stand before you. Are you happy to be here? The devil is a liar. We are trying to figure how we're going to be worshiping every Sabbath. And I hope by God's grace, we will all be back to church soon. So keep us in your prayers. Let's continue to pray that by his grace, this uh, variant will be wiped away and we will all rejoice in the Lord. And this note, I want to welcome you all on behalf of the leadership of the church, uh, Pastor Gabriel uh, Branchi uh, Dankwa. We want to thank God for every one of you that you are here in the church and those who are, who are on Zoom, you are all welcome into the presence of the Lord. May the Lord continue to bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen. We have missed uh, some of our members because of uh, this COVID. We, they ought to be here, but because of COVID, uh, they are on Zoom, especially our children. But I want to tell you, this uh, COVID will soon come to an end. It will soon come to an end. I wish that everyone is here and we will all be here by God's grace, whether devil likes it or not. It's a matter of time. So let us continue to trust God for what God will do in our lives. This uh, is afternoon already, it's noon. I want you to give me your undivided attention. And I know that God will speak to our hearts and we will all rejoice in the Lord at the end of today's uh, message. The topic before us today is victim or victor. The question is, are you a victim or victor? And I know somehow that we've been victims of one thing or the other in the past, two of us. I've been there. And in case you don't know, that all of us, as we are seated here, we are all victims. We are all victims. No one is exempted. Every one of us is a victim. But so many people have decided to have a victim mentality or mindset. They are stuck in it. They don't want to come out of their victimization. They feel they can't come out of it. They feel there is a power that is above them that will not allow them or make them to come out of their victimization. These are helpless people, helpless individuals. And we are all helpless as we journey on to heaven. We are all helpless. But someone, someone has promised to be with us in our journey to heaven. We are not alone in this journey. 
there is someone that is greater than the enemy of your soul, of my soul. And that person is Jesus Christ. I love this man. Because this man came to me at the right time. When I needed him, he came around me. He tapped me. He woke me up. He said, I should move forward. Even in my trouble, in my difficulties. And that's what he does for everyone to trust in him. Anyone who trusts in the Lord will be saved. Will give glory to God. Victim or victor. Are you a victim? Are you a victor? Is it possible for me to be a victim and at the same time a victor? Is it possible? You will know whether it is possible to be a victim and at the same time a victor. Let us pray. Father divine, we have come to learn at your feet. I ask you, O oh God, that you take preeminence. Lord, increase in the presentation of this message that your name alone will be lifted up. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. I have a story to tell you about one man called Victor. This man, one day, had a friend that he was so close to. That friend was really a friend. So one day, uh, Henry was his friend. He traveled with his boat. And as he was coming, something somehow happened to him. He could not say true. He died. He was killed. And when a group of people saw what has happened, they said, Vito's boat was just in the front of Henry's boat. So Henry killed him. That was an assumption. But was it really true? But because of that evidence, the judge said, look at you. You are in trouble. So this man, Victor, was jailed. Remember, his name is what? Victor. And at the same time, <laughs> he has become a what? A victim. He was jailed. When his father heard what has happened, he traveled down to where he was. And when he got there, Victor was afraid to see his father because he didn't know who was around to visit him because they told him that somebody has come to visit you. And when he said, that must be the monster that killed my friend. You can see a victim what? Mentality or mindset that was in him. He was so afraid. And by the time he, he, he summoned courage to see this uh, visitor, he came out. And when he saw him, it was his father. He embraced his father and he shed tears from his eyes. And his father said, you know what? Do not worry. I will stay with you here until 
you are released. And he stayed with his son in that uh, prison. And eventually when the evidence came, another evidence came up in, in the court, they discovered that this man was innocent of that allegation or accusation. And he was set free. But then Victor said, what killed my friend, Henry? That must be a monster. He wanted to see this monster, but he was still afraid of this monster. So every time he was, uh, he remembered it, he was really afraid. And uh, as he was traveling to Geneva, we were told that his friend, his girlfriend called him and he said, oh, have you forgotten me? Have you forsaken me? He said, no, you are the source of my joy today. So I have not forgotten you. We'll soon get uh, married. Oh, and uh, he was so he was happy. And she was also happy that both of them will soon get married. But eventually, as he was traveling, we were told that he continued to uh, remember or, or, or think about what killed his friend. And when he got to Geneva, he discussed with his friend, uh, his girlfriend, and they chose a date for the wedding. And he was so happy, and she was happy too. But she was afraid. He was afraid of that monster. Would that monster come, not come to the wedding ceremony? Would that monster not kill him at his wedding, wedding ceremony? Would that monster not destabilize that wedding ceremony? So he was filled with that fear. That fear gripped him. And eventually, the wedding was successful, but then he was still afraid. As he was going, as he was going home with his wife to spend that wedding night with his wife, he was so afraid of this monster. Will this monster not come to deal with us? And eventually, when he got home, he started looking for this monster. Maybe the monster is hiding under the table. Maybe the monster is hiding under the chair. Maybe the monster is outside there uh, trying to come in to deal with him. But he could not see this monster. His wife continued to call him. Must, what, what are you doing? And he did not tell his wife what he was going through. But he was dying in silence. At there are times when we are going through something in our lives and we don't speak out. At there are times we are going through something alone without even telling the, our, the greatest person who can undo our sorrow, who can undo our fears. And eventually, I want to tell you, the woman, his wife, screamed because it was like, she was like, what the hell is happening to this man? And he, he, she has been thinking about these uh, occurrences because at times this man, they will be together, but this man will be absent-minded. 
this man will not talk. He wanted, she wanted to speak to his, uh, to her husband, but this man would not say anything. Eventually, this woman was so afraid, was perplexed, and he, she screamed, and something happened. She died. She died. And when this woman died, his case became worse. His case became worse to the extent that he went to his father and he narrated what happened to his wife that he doesn't know what killed his wife. Maybe that monster. Why is it that the monster has not been able to kill him, but is killing people around him? And when his father heard about this story, what happened to you? Your friend just died, died a few weeks ago, and your wife, whom you just wedded, is no more? What is happening? And this, uh, his father was so sad about what has happened to his uh, son. And eventually, he became so sick, and he also died. And now, Mustard has not killed him. He, is, he was dying gradually, but Mustard has not killed him. Fear is like Mustard that troubles almost every one of us. The fear of coronavirus alone can kill. It's killing, it's threatening. And is derogatory. Even the rich man said, This is money. This is money. But they could not survive it. They died. A victim is a person who suffers direct and or threatened physical, uh, emotional, financial harm as a result of an act by someone else which is a crime. So many people are going through uh, victimization, trouble, difficulties, sexual misconducts, rape, sexual touching, sexual harassment, even stalking when it has to do with persecution, uh, physical assault, and dating relationship, domestic violence, theft, Threat of arm, of being armed, is another thing that people are really battling with. People are really battling with, even as you are seated, there is something that you are battling with. There is something that every one of us is battling with. But one thing is sure, even in, in our victimization, there is hope for you all. There is joy for you. Beyond the, 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 the journey, there is hope for everyone who trusts the Lord. Racism is also there. Tribalism, favoritism at work, in school, even within your siblings. So many things are going on. But one thing is, we are serving a God of miracles. 
Don't get stuck in the into the uh, problem. Don't get stuck to the problem. Get out of it. Grow through your pains. Do not just go through your difficulties. Your pain will always be there. But there is someone who is the pain bearer. And that person is Jesus Christ. The king of kings, the Lord of gods. The mighty God, the one the world that is and that will be forever. He is alive. He was dead, but he rose up this third day. He's alive. If he is alive, you will be alive. No matter what. Don't be like Victor. Who went around with his mentality, with his uh, trouble in his heart, and without telling people about what he was facing, without looking behind to see a man who can do it, who could do it for him. But one thing is, he also died miserably because he failed to return to the person who. Good, have answered his prayer. Psalm 10, verse 14 says, You, O God, do see trouble and grief. You consider it to take it in hand, the victims himself to you. You are the helper of the fatherless. Are you an orphan? Jesus is your helper. No matter what you are going through, Probably you need your father or your mother's counsel, and there is nothing you can do. But I want to tell you, you have a greater person. You have the greatest person, and that person is Jesus Christ. When all hope is lost, look, look up. Here comes your help, and your help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. So do not be discouraged. Because God will fight for you, no matter what. Friends, a lot of things are happening, but God has promised to be with us. Now, when you read the book of Psalm, I like the book of Psalm so much. When you look, read the book of Psalm, Psalm 10 and Psalm 9, this Psalm, that is, is a prayer for immediate help in affliction. When you are afflicted, when you are afflicted, there is someone who understands your affliction. Your husband may not understand the instance of your affliction or the pain of your affliction. Nobody, if you tell your husband or your wife that I understand, your spouse will say, you don't understand because you are not in my pain. You are not in my trouble. I know what I am going through, but I know somebody who is greater than my pain, and that person is Jesus. In your victimization, Jesus is Jesus present. In your grief, is Jesus present? Do you take Jesus along with you? in your journey of grief, in your journey of pain, in your journey of waiting, in your journey of troubles 
and tears. It contains a powerful description of the wicked who oppose God and attack his people. Let me tell you, God has his own agents in every church. God has his own agents in every gathering. God has his own agents everywhere. And Satan does. Satan does. But when the gathering is unto the Lord, the gathering of the enemy shall bow. Because God says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. No matter what they are planning against you, no matter what they want to do against you, because you belong to God by creation, by adoption, by redemption, they will all bow out and they will be helpless. And that's what you should know, friend. The focus of the previous psalm was on the judgment to come. But in this one, in something it is on the present so what are you going through presently currently what are you going through are you going through failure there are lessons to learn and there are things to unlearn there are things you need to learn and there's there are things you need to unlearn when you are going through affliction or do you justify yourself when you're going through affliction the problem in Psalm 9 is the enemy invading from without, that is the external enemy. But I want to tell you, the Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, that we are not fighting against what? Flesh and blood. But we are fighting against principalities and powers. And the same Bible tells me, or tells us that the Jesus Christ is the head of principalities and power. How do, you, how do you balance the two? What it means is that whatever goes on in the spiritual realm, Jesus he knows it. And he will fight your battle because he has promised he will not fail. He will not fail. Friends, Jesus will overcome for you. Why the problem is sometimes is the enemy corrupting and destroying from within. <laughs> from within. And what you have to say is your man, your fellow man, your enemy. No. My people, if you say your, the friend in the church is against you, is doing this and doing that, and you feel that, the person that is seated beside you or in the church is your enemy. It's not true. But the devil that is using him against you is your enemy. And that is the person you need to really fight against on your nails, telling him he has to get out of your friend. Because that is an image of God. What happens is we don't intercede on behalf of others. When somebody you feel that is against you, do you really examine what you have done? Do you really examine your position in so many things? Do you think you are so wise enough? 
you are the best person. You cannot be corrected. You are, and that means you are so proud and you have to pray, Lord, help me. Get rid of this problem and give me victory over pride. Friends, God will always be with his own. The emphasis in this part of the psalm is the problem of TODC. Whatever you are going through, it's not your problem. That's why some of us are, 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 are dying gradually. We want to carry our problems on our heads. We don't have to do that. We have to bring it before God on the altar. Tell Jesus Christ about it. If, uh, if you want to be naked before God, be naked and tell him what you are going through and put it on the altar. Don't go about with your troubles. Don't go about with your difficulties. Don't go about with your victimization at work, at any place. Leave it on the altar for God to fight his battle. Come to the church anytime. Call me. You want to come to the church? You want to come to this altar? This is an altar of his presence. This is an altar of his goodness. Sin is not in the, on this altar. And blood is not on this altar. The altar of mercy is here. God is here every day. Come to the church. Whenever you are troubled and you feel like coming to the church, call me. You all have my number. The church will be open for you. And stay in the presence of the Lord. And put your troubles on the altar or family altar. And don't carry your burdens. Enough of carrying your burdens on your head. Because if you do it, my brothers, my sisters, I don't want to lose any one of you. Leave it on the altar and ask Jesus to deal with the kingdom of the enemy on your behalf. Is it when God arises, the enemies bow? Because the Bible says, Greater is it that is in you than he that is in the world. He said, also in the scriptures, that no enchantment against Israel, no sorcery against Jacob, none of these things can have overcome you because you are serving a living God, the most powerful God. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one who speaks and it stands. So you don't need to be afraid because God is there for you. Yeah, I know the time is gone. But Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, All things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called. According to his purpose, whatever you are going through is purposeful. It's purposeful to, to increase your faith. It's purposefully to bless you. Friends, there are lessons you, are, you have to learn from whatever you are going through. Don't just go through that pain. Don't go through that trouble. But grow through that trouble. And when you grow through that trouble, devil will be put to shame. When you are sad in your trouble, he is happy. When you shed tears, he is happy. But when you face him and you tell him, get behind me. Devil, you are a liar. You have nothing to do with me. 
Though he has victimized you, you will come out of your victimization stronger than ever before. And that's what he has promised. There is a purpose for going through what you are going through. Don't forget that he who allows fire to come to you, to come to me, he knows how to control the temperature. I don't hear amen. He knows how to control the temperature because it is in his hand. Before it happened to you, he knew it. He knew that it was going to come. But he has given you a way of what? Escape. Have you forgotten Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? In the fairy furnace of fire. You also have your fairy furnace of your fire. Can you say to devil, whether you torture me or not, no matter what you do to me, I will not stay bound. I will not stay give up. I will still stand for God. That's what happened to Shedrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He said, we know God is able to do what? To save us. But we will still not do what? Bow to the graven image. So, friends, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. So whatever is that trouble in your heart, you're waiting for something unique in your life. You are waiting for a, a boyfriend, God-fearing girlfriend, boy, God-fearing uh, boyfriend. Wait on the Lord. The Lord will do it for you. And the Lord will do something new. But then you're waiting. Is your attitude not... Uh, uh, see, somebody says, is, it is your attitude not your aptitude that will determine your altitude. So you want to go, you want to be higher or you want to be highly placed at workplace, at your workplace and you don't have the attitude. I must tell you, you're going nowhere. But when you have the attitude, you will be remembered. Amen. You will be remembered. And the attitude you, that you need is humility. Humility. When you have humility, the Bible says before honor is humility. Before you can be honored in this world, you have to humble yourself before the Lord. If you don't, that will always be a problem. But I pray by the authority of God's name that the Lord will set to you will be with you. I want to sing a chorus that says, I am delivered, praise the Lord. I am delivered by his blood. Once I was in the bondage of Satan, I am delivered, praise the Lord. If you know you sing with, sing with me. I am delivered, praise the Lord. I am delivered by his word. Once I was in the bondage of Satan, I am delivered, praise the Lord. You have been delivered by the blood of Jesus, by the word of his testimony. And for this reason, 
carry yourself carry about with this world with the blood of jesus because when you are delivered devil cannot come in man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god there is something that is threatening your bread you know the source of your bread maybe your work or your your spiritual life or anything at all i want to tell you when you take the word of god with you child of sorrow when you take the word of god with you you will march into victory even when something is about to happen the lord will give you victory yes dress how you want to be addressed my people dress how you want to be addressed so that not nobody will you know go beyond his boundary as far as you are concerned and i want to see another song as i close this message and that song is i had an old whole story how our savior came from glory how he gave his life on to save her wretch like me i had a body's groaning of his precious balls and toning the barrel painted all my sins and won the victory everybody oh victory in jesus oh my savior forever he sought me and brought me with his redeeming blood he loved me And people, when you stay with Jesus, you are victorious. In your pain, when you walk with Jesus, no matter what the enemy wants to do, you are victorious. When you shed tears of joy, the enemy will bow, will run, will see you as someone that is untouchable, will never come to you any longer. Because God has marked his name on you and he says in the world that henceforth let no man touch you for you bear in your body the marks of the lord jesus i bear in my body the marks of the lord jesus no matter what the enemy wants to do tell him you you are you're wasting your time with me your fellow human being is not your enemy. It's the devil.
of God that God should hold your hands as a journey. I ask in the name of Jesus that you are set free. In the name of the Father and of the Son Jesus and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen.